0: As we talked about earlier, back again, and today we wanted to talk about accountability. So, I noticed that when I was younger, I was very bad at accountability and it affected me in a lot of other ways. Um, If something didn't go through because of me not holding myself accountable for something, I would find myself upset at the person or someone else to blame or another reason to blame rather than holding myself accountable. This put me in a different kind of funk and energy, dude. It would make me negative, it would make me mad, it would make me pick fights with people. And at the end of the day, I was mad at myself and taking it out on other people. And I had so much evil as a young person that it was hard for me to accept the fact that I had to be accountable. Like, yo, Rudy, you fucked up, Rudy. This is your bad. And I was, that was one of the hardest pills for me to swallow. But when I started holding myself accountable, everything got better. Because then I had a positive outlook on things. I was like, you know what, I fucked up this time, but I'm going to do better last time. And little things like that, little by little, everything transitioned into a more positive mindset. All by me just holding myself accountable. That's actually what led me to the gym and has held me this long in the gym. I told myself, nobody's going to push me through this. I have to do it. I have to be accountable with myself to myself. And... I just feel like that's kind of how we can start talking about accountability and how it affected me in a positive way and how it could affect me negatively when I don't hold myself accountable. When yeah. I Try to point
1: fingers. You know. I, a lot of people don't hold themselves accountable, and um, you know, someone had a conversation with us a couple of years back, and he broke it down to me like, if you were to hold yourself as accountable as you hold other people, you'd be much more successful. Right. Oh yeah. So how many times do people say, I want to start doing this, I'm going, to start doing, I'm going to start working out, I'm going to start reading, I want to learn Spanish, I want to do this, right? But they never actually take action on it. If you had a friend who said, hey, I'm going to meet you at the gym at 5 a.m., Monday doesn't show up, Tuesday doesn't show up, Wednesday doesn't show up, Thursday doesn't show up, you can go fuck with that person no more. Mm-hmm. But yet we do that to ourselves all the time. I'm going to start working out. Ah, fuck. Oh, well, you know, it's Wednesday. Oh, you know, I'm going to wait until Monday. Or I'm going to read today. Oh, uh, you know, I want to go to bed. I'll start doing it tomorrow So see, that's that's that triggers another thought
0: Do you really want something Or are you just saying you want something to say? Do you know what I'm saying? Because if you really want something, bro You are not going to say you want it You're going to do whatever the fuck it takes And you will do it Or do we go through states Where you want it
1: more at certain times than others? I don't think so I think what it is Is it comes down to, to habit forming Right? Um When forming a new habit, you're gonna focus on one of three things, right? Either A, the process that's required, B, the desired outcome, or C, the person you are becoming, right? If we focus on the process, which is basically relying upon motivation. You're not gonna be motivated every day. That's human nature. I I, I do stuff every day. I, I hate waking up early. I hate reading. You know, I hate doing these where where sometimes meaningless tasks for work, but it's stuff you got to get done. Right? And there's going to be days where I really want to do it, and there's going to be days where I have to force myself to do it. If you're focusing on the desired result, right? It ain't going to happen today. It ain't going to happen tomorrow. It ain't going to happen next week, but eventually it will happen. Now, if we hold ourselves accountable based upon the person that we want to become, I want to become a healthier person. What does a healthy person do? A healthy person doesn't eat junk food a healthy person doesn't drink a healthy person works out so i'm going to do those things because i want to become that person if i focus on that i will hold myself accountable i will be successful i want to learn i want to grow in my company so i have to be productive well i better get to work today yeah absolutely i agree we'll check in i think we got some messages over here yeah do think Thanks again for tuning in, guys. It's not easy, man. It's really not. But if you don't hold yourself accountable to one thing, if you take the easy route, for example, I'll give you a perfect example, right? I have a very structured day. From the second I wake up to the second I fall asleep, I know exactly what I'm gonna be doing, Monday through Saturday. Sunday, I give myself a little bit of, you know, I can have a couple hours of doing bullshit. I've earned that. I wake up 4 a.m., I go work out, right? On Wednesday. I'll be honest. Woke up at 4 a.m. and I fuck I hate myself for this. I hit the snooze button. Hmm. I hit the fucking snooze button. I let myself be weak. And I hate that so much. Because why? Now my whole day's messed up on two aspects. One, everything I had planned, Now I was supposed to read at lunch, but now I gotta work out at lunch, gotta work out in the morning, but now I gotta read at night, but now, now I can't do cardio at night, but now if I can't do cardio, I can't do so everything's fucked up. Everything affects everything else, bro. Every action. But not Both only that, option. I started my day choosing the easy option. So that's it. So the rest of my day, my mindset's gonna be, man, let me do the I know I gotta get this task done at work, but let me go on Instagram. You know what I mean? Like, that's going to be my mindset for the rest of the day because I allowed myself to start my day as a failure. You set the the tone with your first
0: action of the day. Now, do you think that there's ever a time that it's okay to kind of let off the gas? Or, if not, is there a time to ever just kind of take your foot off the gas? For For instance, like I was having a conversation with my buddy a couple weeks ago about how he likes to take a day and fast from the world. You saw some people take a day from fast and drink nothing but water to detox their body. He says he likes to take a day from the world and detoxes. No TV, no Instagram, no social medias, no text messaging, no phone calls. He turns off, he eats, he relaxes all day, listens to his music, and he's in his zone. That meditation period, that fasting from the world gives him a break so that he doesn't end up in a situation where he has to ease off the gas like that. And he can go full time. But if you don't have the time to take a day to fast from the world, do you think it's ever okay to ease up like that and have a day or two once in a while where you take the easy way out?
1: A day or two... <coughs> yes and no. Yes and why me. yes and why no? So, a day or two, no fucking way. I mean, for my mindset, no fucking way, bro. Okay. I, I, I can't. I, I can't. If I sit there and do nothing, I get so anxious. You hate feeling unproductive, huh? Yeah. I hate that feeling too. But, I allow myself to enjoy that feeling when I have earned it. There it is. So, so yes, I, if I, am I going to, oh, I'm fucking no days off, cry hard, 24, I don't give a fuck what all these people say on Instagram. That's fucking bullshit. You're going to get burnout. Yeah. You know what my goal in life is? My goal in life is to get to a point where I can wake up and from 4 a.m. to 1 in the afternoon, bust my ass, hustle, work from 1 to 10, Do whatever the fuck I want to do. I can take my dog to the fucking mountain and hike for the day. I don't give a shit. That's a really good plan. But I still, but you have, I have to work. I have to get those meaningful tasks done to earn that. So, yes, I think it is, you should have that when it's earned. What your buddy does, he is a genius. 100%. Fasting. Yes, I don't like, I don't like using social media. I can't tell you the last time I went to the movies. I can't tell you the last time I went out. I can't tell you the last time I watched TV. I can't tell you the last time I just sat there and you know, watched, watched a movie. Like if, I, if I'm watching a movie, it's something that's going to benefit me documentary-wise. Or I'll wish like pro- affirmation. Nothing that will be It is enjoyment. Enjoy okay. Because I'm educating myself. I'm learning how to be better. I'm learning how to have more opportunities in life that will allow me to enjoy life better. Or... I can sit there and watch fucking YouTube for 12 hours a day and be the same motherfucker until I die. There's nothing you know, wrong with that. That's, 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 that's what you want, that.
0: but that's not me. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I say. There's nothing wrong with that. I, I don't knock someone if you're happy doing that and that's what your goal is. But I am kind of an energy in a circle where that's not what we're waiting it's for. That's not what me and my friends, and me and my group
1: want to do. We want more. But that, again, comes down to accountability. I think those people want more. They just... They're too mean, it may be harsh They're too mentally weak they're Too not, mentally weak They're not willing to And discipline doesn't just happen It's something you have to practice work. You have to work at it and It's you're hard gonna to fail be It's hard to be disciplined And I'm not like I'm not perfect every day We're well, human But yet. I'm perfect more days than I'm not <laughs> That's fucking right
0: But That is true Accountability And then Along with accountability Sometimes I've noticed that If you don't hold yourself accountable You leave Potential untapped. Yes. When you're accountable, you perform better. You are, you're just completing things and executing that much better. And when you're performing better, you have this potential. You know what I mean? And sometimes that shit remains untapped because motherfuckers don't snap out of that routine. They don't snap out of that. Remember how we talked about it last week? How I was so comfortable, yeah, around my friends because that's all I knew. And I would justify things because this guy's a piece of shit. This guy's a piece of shit. It's cool. I'm a piece of shit. We're all pieces of shits. You testified it that way, you know? That's human nature. You know, and then that's what I'm saying, so... I'm with you on that, man.
1: Yeah, I'm... It's just... Accountability is hard. It but that really comes with accountability, is. dude. But having people around you, really... Because, look, dude... Influence. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm I'm pretty productive, pretty accountable. There's some shit that happened in my personal life that I don't need to get to. And you and I know what happened. Yeah. You know, like, four months ago. And I fucking fell off, dude. Fuck, I fell off hard. And I had... <coughs> I, want I want to I ask it. you about that if, if you don't mind. But, I mean, I won't get... I, I, I don't want to get into too much detail. Yeah, we I personal personal be very name, broad with
0: it, but we can be very broad, for sure. I'll be very broad. There was something you stopped doing that I know you liked to
1: do for a particular purpose. Oh, and you mean for that? you physically. Oh, we can talk about that. I just, I, I'm not going to disclose so, anything about her. No, 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 no. My, my, it's not even
0: about that. My question is to you. Mm-hmm. Do you regret... Avoiding something that you liked and that you used so we can be honest someone with else so to, here's I, I don't I will be very broad with you. if you're okay talking about it. I'll talk about it. That's
1: no, no, really cool, bro. So obviously um, I am a 255 pound male with abs Is that naturally possible? <laughs> Maybe not with my genetics, okay? Let's be where it is. So I do use performing enhancing supplements um, i it is what it is, if you guys don't agree with them, I don't care, that's your life choice, and it is what it is. I agree with you. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's not for everybody, it's cool. But, so, I was with a girl where, she, you know, we were talking about, like, you know, potentially in the future, this, that, and the other, and she was just kind of like, you know, this is kind of a, a deal breaker for me. And for me, now let me say, I, I, I went off for her. Um, so I when do, you say you went off, you
0: mean you, you stopped?
1: Completely. Consuming. I, you using There was a good, like, four or five months. And, and Absolutely And you did it for her, right? So that's what my question is. Do you... You know, yes and no. So okay. I always told her that I eventually, like, when I wanted to have a family, obviously I would stop doing it. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean... Um, but for her, like, it was an issue then. So I was like, it's not that big a deal. Like, I planned on eventually going off, so I'll just... Start now? Doing it earlier than I planned. Okay. Right? Um, so I, I don't regret it. I'm kind of, like... Cause I, I was always kind of nervous to just like stay off, off, mm-hmm. because then I would be like, man, how do I look? You know, am I gonna like it? Obviously not the same, but it's like, no, I, I was fine. Like you I you still I, look great. I could, I could be, I could totally be a 50-year-old dad looking like this at the soccer game, no problem. I'd be perfectly happy. You look great. You, Thank you look. Brother. A, a lot
0: more great when you were on, but you yeah. still look way better than the average Joe. Bro. Yeah, you still no, for look sure. way better than most of these guys that are out here competing. But you, you know, and that's we, you. Have,
1: we have our expectations.
0: <coughs> of course, no. everybody has their own yeah. accountability, and you have your own standards for how you want to yeah. look and how you want other people to see you at. And I feel that. So yeah, no.
1: Once uh once it ended, it literally was like maybe um I think a week went by before I went back on. I go on that one. <laughs> But, I mean, I'll be transparent about it. People are gonna assume I take a shit ton. People are gonna assume I take a shit ton because of the size I am and all that stuff, and there's a lot of stuff that goes into people don't know about, but on my mother's life, I take less than a 40-year-old man who was prescribed TRT by their doctor. I'm not gonna tell you how much I take because when I tell people they call me a liar, I don't give a fuck. I know the truth. No dose. Yeah. It's people don't realize. People think it's like it's not, dude. It's the diet. It's the training. It's the and you gotta understand as well. I ten plus years of doing this consistently. Of course. It makes it's, a huge difference. I'm that's not I'm the not just thing. the... that like, and I get it because when I was young, I was like 19, like all oh, gonna take it, and then by the time I'm 20, I'm gonna be a. No. You don't know. It, t- yeah, it takes. That is the years misconception. And years and years and years. That
0: is the misconception about running gear or any sort of stimulants that support growth, cutting, whatever the fuck. People call it cheating. And I think it's just because it's, it's been. We've been fed the wrong info for, for a long time. Do you get what I mean? And I feel like, on the contrary, if you run gear, you actually have to work harder. Because now you know for damn sure you can't fucking slack. You don't want this to go to waste, and you have to take much better care of yourself. You're in a very physically different position than you are when you're a nanny. You know what I mean? I feel like you have to actually work harder when you're on.
1: Um, I'll be honest. So, there was a point in time where I was taking way, 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 way... Ah, eh, fuck, I don't this shit. I was taking... Uh, well, take like, it a lot. We won't get too I, broad. Listen. I don't care. I'll, I'll say it. Listen, I just I just want to say this because it was a mistake, and I, I think people can learn from it. Okay. So, when I was 2021, 20, I was taking, and I'm, I'm fucking, I hate admitting this because I feel like an idiot. I was taking a gram and a half of test. I was taking a gram of Tren. I was taking like 700 milligrams of Masturon. I was, you know, just way too much. Wow. Right now, I look way better than I ever have off of 100 milligrams of test a week. People are going to say, bullshit, I will show you my blood work.
0: We had a hundred people watching this. it, shut off. Sorry.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so, I mean, it's not the drug use. It's not the, it's, it's really what it is. It's the diet. It's the consistency. I work out six days a week every single week. He does. I eat the same fucking thing at the same fucking time every single day. I live this shit. And this may sound cocky, but I don't give a fuck. I live this shit. So you can take as much shit as you want. If you do not put in the work and do the proper stuff that works naturally, it will never work unnaturally.
0: Exactly. 100%. I will fight someone if they disagree. Oh, it's stupid.
1: You're 100% right. I mean, think about it. There was that one guy... um, was named Ziz, who was like super, super popular when I was like 18, super 19. He's shredded guy. He's like super the king of the shredded. He's the guy that started Super like, shredded, steaks. ate healthy, took a lot of stuff, but he partied like crazy. If you're not doing all this stuff the right way, if you're not doing the resting, the eating, the training, it doesn't work. Like I said, you have to take
0: extra care of yourself. There's some things you really shouldn't do, and then there's things you really should not fucking do while you're on. Like, you oh. know, I've heard of so many people having seizures, having, you know, there's all sorts of shit, cause partying and having bad cocktails in the mix. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I mean there's a. I was having this conversation with someone that I relate to. There's a lot of deaths in bodybuilding, and it, it is what it is. I mean, not, I mean, I should say it is what it is. It's horrible anytime someone dies. What the hell am I saying? It's horrible anytime someone dies. No, I'm, that was stupid of me. No, I know what you mean. Um, you but people you blame it solely on they're taking a lot of stuff. They're taking a lot of this. Taking a lot of that. Are they? I don't know for sure. I don't know their lifestyle. But if I was willing to bet, yeah, they probably are. But I also be willing to bet there's probably some other things that are going with that. There's a lot of people who in in the fitness industry. You know, it is what it is, man. This is they're true. partiers. They're drinkers. They're doing coke. Ravers. They're doing pain pills. They're doing ket. They're doing all that shit, bro. Mm-hmm. You so you're telling me they do all that shit. People die from just that. Now you're mixing, be mixing that with usage of chemicals that can potentially poison. cause health problems. Will they kill you? In my personal opinion, I don't think they will. But will they, they won't pull the trigger, but they will load the gun.
0: There it is. That's a perfect way to say it. And that's why it's so important to fucking take care of yourself when you're on. And that's what I'm saying. You have to take that much better care of yourself and have the discipline to avoid certain things when you're on. You know what I mean? Some people can't even fucking follow a diet. No. No. But they don't have the discipline to even stick to a routine to to finish the full exercises listed. You know, so it's like, it's a big step to jump on knowing your discipline is half-assed, you
1: know? Even then, there's a difference between um, bodybuilding and health. Right, And what I mean by that is when I was younger, I was just like, I want to look good, I want to look good, I want to look good. So a lot of my focus was on, like, you know, am I getting enough protein, am I getting enough fats, am I getting enough carbs, am I working out? That's all I cared about. As I get older, I get a lot more into, okay, well, I'm not eating anything processed. I don't mess with any breads. I make sure my gut health is important, you know? I I do all that little stuff because I want to be healthy. I, You know, people say I work out like a pussy. Yeah, I do. I ain't gonna lie. I train like 70%. But guess what, I train six days a week. And when I'm 70 years old, I will still be training six days a week. So you can pass me up for a year or two, but in the long run, I will still be doing this shit.
0: That's what I'm talking about. It's about function, being able to function, bro. Functionability, you know what I mean? Like, and it's funny because I've gone through stages too. When I was younger, I wanted, I was always a little guy, so I wanted to be strong and big. I wanted to be huge. And I started putting on size, and as the size was coming on to me, I realized I didn't want to be large and huge. I just wanted to be kind of aesthetic. And you know what I mean? One thing leads to the other, bro. And with time, you learn. Now I'm like you, bro. I'm at that point where it's like, yo, I want to be, I want to be able to fucking jump, but I also want to be able to throw some shit around. But I also want to be able to run and, and still, you know, exercise. Yeah. And I want to be consistent with it. I wouldn't say I train like a pussy, but I'm not a barbarian when I train. Oh, I don't I, go, I don't I'm very go crazy. realistic. I don't wanna I, I I don't want injury. Yeah, I, I wanna prevent way. injury. I wanna actually work out my muscles, not my joints.
1: <laughs> so yeah, I mean person. when I say that's I mean it, that is all relative, right? I'm st- I, I literally am in the gym like putting up 315 on the bench for a set to 12. <laughs> right? You, you say, know what I mean? Like but I'm not like ah I'm like, alright, let me come <coughs> have a little fun, bro, I'm gonna fucking have some dance moves in the middle of am do my rest set. You know, there's a nice girl over there. I might, you know, chop it up after the workout. It's cool. My thing,
0: yeah, and and then my thing is, I still, at least the last few years, I, I've still been competing. You know what I mean? And
1: I was, you know, I'm probably gonna compete again in a couple of years. You think so? See, I, I my know, thing I, is, I want,
0: I want to compete again. I just don't know when. Or, or, I want to do it when I, I no I have, longer
1: work for someone else. I got you. So yeah, I was actually talking to someone about that. Look at it too. I was talking to Mark about that. My like old coach. He's mm-hmm. like, I know you're gonna compete again. When are you gonna do it? i was like, yeah, I'm thinking about it. I would, I would do classic um, in like two or three years. You know, I, I, I would honestly. I know it sounds kind of but I do want to lose a little bit of size. I don't like how big I am. I really don't. I mean, I've, you really mentioned what you no. Before. I've never been that guy. Like, I've been in the industry for so long, and I've met several pros and several like. Well known people in the fitness industry, and while they look great in a picture, and you see this guy is 300 pounds walking around with abs, and he walks up to you and (sighs) says, I'm ready (sighs) to breathe. What the hell? Part of my French, dude. I'm not trying to be in bed with some chickens. (sighs) Hold on, I gotta get the fuck out of here. I'd rather be fat.
0: No, I feel you. Yeah, so I, I, I think I, there is a, a, a point. There's, where There's
1: unhealthy, and I'm at that. I feel like I'm at that borderline to where like I'm so muscular. Not that really it's unhealthy, but I know it messes with a lot of functionality. Mm-hmm. You know, because I, I used to I used to box and I used to kickbox and I wasn't as big then. I was probably about like 10, 15 pounds lighter, and even then I was too big for it. You know, so it's that. Def- it's with anything. You you can't be hundred percent. You can't have hundred percent like looking good and perform good. It, it's, there's a balance. You know, so there's t- t-
0: balance, and I like that balance because, like I said, I'm with you, man. I want to be able to move. I want to be able to look good. You know. Obviously, we still want people to look at us and be like, okay. This oh, is for sure. Her. Come on. Yeah. He, right, he works on. out, or he's been working out for years. You know. You know. Yep. It's not gonna like, like I do want to look a little more than the average Joe. You know. There's a lot more average Joes than. You
1: know. Let me Atlanta. ask you this because this happened to me. This, happened, this happened all the time. When people say stuff to you, like, uh, you know, like, oh, how much do you bench? Or, oh, I look just like you, or I used to be like you when I was, like, I know it sounds messed up, but I've been hearing that shit for over 10 years now to the point where it's like, all right, bro. Like, it's it's not funny. Like, I know it's the first time you've said it, and it's funny to you, Mm -hmm. but I'll fake, like, ha, 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 it's so funny, but... I've probably heard that about a million times by now, dude. Oh yeah, me too. And
0: I get it from different people, so I feel like sometimes I'm giving different responses.
1: It's never from a girl. Always 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 a dude. Always a dude, bro. I I rarely do I get compliments from a female. The only compliments I ever get from a female is compliment by my butt. I do get that at work. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but I'll get that rarely, but for the most part I never get a compliment from a female. It's always from dudes. Same. That's what it is. Everything is from dudes, bro. Every single
0: compliment in fitness. Has um, fucking uh, compliments have all come from men? Um, I've been hit on by men. I've been offered money by fucking men to perform acts for them. <laughs> oh, I've even been offered money by men for for me to just pose yeah in front of them and in trunks calm. while they yep. perform on themselves. And yeah. I've never done that shit. Fun, I, I, don't no. knock, I don't knock. I don't anybody if that's your hustle and you like that and you enjoy that kind of work. I just have never done it. It's big in the scene, actually.
1: It's huge. And I think
0: me being a a Latino aesthetic man, I probably am a a fucking target in that market, if you know what I mean. (laughs) And it's always been older gentlemen that I I wouldn't imagine. I'm like, yo, I didn't even think this motherfucker would get down like that. And I've been offered money, bro. I've been offered good amounts of money, but I've just never wanted to get down like that. You know, I'd rather try and fucking hustle and sell some fucking drugs or something. There's no way. (laughs) There's no way. There's no way um, no, I've yeah. Yeah, yes, I mean I think anybody,
1: especially in the industry in Vegas, has been offered that at least at one point in time. You know? that's yeah, it's definitely this there's a lot of dark sides to uh, the fitness industry that a lot of people don't know about, man. It really is. Like this. there's health and there's the fitness industry. I would say, and this is solely on Vegas, because we're definitely a big party town. Like, It's a big industry out here, too.
0: I feel like Texas, Vegas, Miami, Miami. they all have very big fitness industries, and the scene is big in those areas. Parts of Cali,
1: too, you know? I think Cali's slowing down, man. I, it's it's not what it used to be. Yeah, it it's, it's like Gold's Gym Venice used to be like, ah, oh, but now it's like. Name one top ten Olympian that trains there.
0: Yeah, it, it's coming here to Vegas. You it, know where it is. It at? It's a, it's a
1: it's Jay there. Cutler started yeah. it here in Vegas. Oh yes, See, he did. Jay Cutler started the fitness industry. He's in Vegas. the man, bro. Jay Cutler, thank you for my career.
0: career. I appreciate you <laughs> so much. Jay's the man, bro. Every time I encounter him, he's so fucking humble. Oh yeah, he's I've so never had anything bad. About bro. Him. Never, I've never had a bad experience with him, bro. He's I didn't get the so chance. Cool.
1: I didn't get a chance to meet him until after he retired. Mm-hmm. I remember like I put my hand on his back and it was like, no, it was like there was like this gap where his spine was and his lats came out like Holy like shit. protruded out and I could literally like grab his lat yeah. and I was like In from the middle? I was like, what the fuck did you look like when you were competing? Bro, that's crazy. I was like, that's him retired. Yeah, he still looks crazy as Fun, bro. phenomenal. So does uh so does like, uh, Dennis Wolf. He's, he's downsized. He's a deeper, lot leaner,
0: but he still looks fucking dope well, I'm He's pretty, in Vegas
1: too. I'm pretty sure he's taking more health precautions. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but he's fat. I mean, at that age, <laughs> not fucking shit. But I'm no, no, no. I mean, I, trust me. I, when I get to that age, I will oh. be too. Like, this is not something that you can healthily do forever. I mean, I'll probably be on TRT forever. Um, yeah, but, a lot of us. Yeah.
0: That's well, one I,
1: thing I was surprised. When I went off, I didn't like. I didn't have any issues whatsoever. That's kind of cool. That's I, good. Dude, I was scared. I was surprised. I mean, like the first like two to four weeks, I was like, I was I was good. And then like from week four to week six, I was just like tired all the time. And then my shit kicked back in, so it's good. Your body just yeah, it just took your a little consistency bit. Consistency at the gym and forcing yourself.
0: Yeah, I think the scene is big out here in Vegas, bro, for bodybuilding. And like I said, a lot of people right now are going to Dragon Slayer. See a lot of pros
1: out I've there. I haven't gone there. I really want to I go. I haven't right?
0: gone. I know a lot of people moved out here just to train out of
1: that
0: gym. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's a big. It's
1: it's. I need to right go, Flex Lewis's gym. I need to go. I'm not gonna lie. I when I first got into it, he was like my fucking like that's Flex a, Lewis, bro. Flex. No homo. I used to have that motherfucker poster. All my I used to have posters of him, Ronnie, fucking Jay. But yeah, Flex Lewis was always. Always my favorite. This was back when he was like with uh Gaspari. Oh
0: wow. Yeah. So I, I've never met Flex. I've met Sean. I never met Flex unfortunately. Sean Oh, uh oh. Sean I've Corrides. met him. He's a humble motherfucker. He actually is humbling broke. It's so dope because I've conversed with him through Instagram, through messages, and he actually remembered my Instagram name when I went to meet him in person the first time. And I was like, holy shit. Like, yeah, the dope. fact that I stuck out or he remembered who was who.
1: And the cool thing about and that, that is... he talked to me, bro. Exactly. You know, so you'll never forget shit.
0: that. Bro, you know what this motherfucker did? He's like, here, put it on. He had me put on his Olympia necklace. Kind of like telling me, like, look, homie, you going to have this one day. You can do it too, bro. You know, it was, it was very motivating. Kind of- He's so humble. Sean Clarita and Jake Cutler, Yeah, very, very humble. Always good encounters with them. Um,
1: so honestly, I used to work at the LEAC on Sahara and Dennis teach Wolf, he's a trainer all the time. Dennis James, he's coming up all the time. I met Dennis James a few times. He was always been, super, so I won't say who it is. Um, I'll tell you off camera. I don't know if I ever told you. If I story.
0: don't already know by, by the time he done tell me. So
1: hear. there was, the, right before the Olympia, right? And do you know Ark, the guy who used to train with um, Dennis Wolf? Yeah, the physique guy. So it was him, Dennis Wolf, Dennis James, and uh, Stan Efferding. Also, dude, that guy's so smart. I never met him. Dude, he's the nicest, nicest, nicest guy ever. And a gentleman who was a business partner of Stan's at the time, or still is. I don't know. And I probably just gave away who it was, right? So we, I don't care. Okay, you know I'm gonna tell a fucking story. It was Flex Wheeler getting ready for his re- comeback on the Olympia, okay. right? So he comes to work out, and this is the first time I have met this guy, and he was an idol of mine. And it really like put a horrible taste in my mouth. And granted, he's getting ready for a show, we're getting in a bad mood. But I'm just gonna tell you what what happened. It is what it is. Um, so we. Wait, hold on. You already said it, I just want to clarify. We're talking about 212, right? No, I'm talking about Flex Wheeler, when he... Oh, okay, He okay, had a okay it. And he got, it, got it, got got okay. So, uh, he's at LVC Sahara and they come up and like, hey, you know, the, the room's like, is there any way you can unlock the room and and let, let us in so we can do some posing? And they're getting, like, they're getting ready for Olympia and then mm-hmm. Looks like, trying to get a comeback and... There's James on Chevy. I was like, "Dude, you could ask me to lick the floor. I would have said yes." <laughs> you know what I mean? There's like a room full of men that I look up to. Yeah. And yeah. my you, time I'm like 21, maybe 22. So I'm still a young kid, and these are these guys like I idolize. So I open the door and I let them in, and then I start walking away. And I was like, you know what? I'm never gonna have this opportunity in my life ever again. So I walk back in the room, and I'm like, "Hey, guys." I was like, I don't mean to bother you. I was like, but I'm a huge fan. I was like, I will give you my phone. You can hold it. I will sit in the corner and shut the fuck up. I was like, is there any way I can just be in here and just watch you guys post? Really yeah, exciting.
0: yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Really? Flex Wheeler. Fuck no, I definitely mind. Right no. now, 28 year old Tim would have said, get, OK, shut the fuck up and get out of my gym then. Right? If he would have been like, no, I'm not cool, up. I respect it. But I was like, really, motherfucker? I just went out my way. Okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I'm 21-year-old Tim who's getting checked by one of my fucking idols. So I'm like, oh, okay, sorry. You know? That hurt. And then, uh, oh, fuck yeah, that, that shit hurt, hurt. bro. I know. So I, uh, to the point where after they leave, Dennis Wolf, Dennis James, Art, Stan, all come up and, and apologize to me. On behalf. For on behalf of, wow. or not on behalf, but for another man's actions and I told him I said hey You don't have to you didn't do nothing right and I told the story of the first time I ever met Dennis Wolf and it was about Four or five hours before he had prejudging for Olympia when he felt like complete Shit guaranteed because we you might both competed. Oh, you're you kidding? feel like shit. The best you look is the worst you feel
0: oh one hundred percent.
1: He took the time to sit there, talk to me, talk to my at the time wife, take pictures, sign.
0: Wow, completely different character. Yeah. bro.
1: So I'm like, it changes. Your... It's crazy. It's crazy, and I, I always look at that as like because he understood the fact that this interaction with this person can make or break him. Like this person, idol. This person wants to be you. You can either motivate them to be the best version of herself. Or you can crush them, and I think a lot of times, and this isn't to say to, to bash the uh, the other gentleman. It is what it is. Like he was had a bad day, whatever. It's all good. I, I, but you don't know who the fuck's watching you. You don't know who looks up to you. You don't know what they're going through. The little shit. And I, how many times in your life has someone come up to you like, man, when you did this, it meant so much to me, and you're just like, yeah, no, it's incredible, bro. I gave you a pencil. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> it's like you know, I opened the door for you, yeah. but. You know, so you
0: never know. It's crazy, bro. Cause it, it, just to get a little off topic about that, I get from some of my homies on Instagram nice messages like that from time to time about how they this motivated them or this helped them get that. And that's why whenever some of my friends hit me up or an old friend, I'm never like, oh, I'm bodybuilder now or oh, I've done one shows. I'm always like, yeah, bro, what the fuck's up? How you been? Cool. What do you need help with? And later down the road, they like, hey, I lost this much weight or hey, I did this so. I 100% have seen it from that side. So yeah. you have to, even when you're kind of in a shitty mood, sometimes you're like, oh, it's not their fault I'm in a shitty mood. You yeah. make a little extra effort, help them out, and it goes a long way, bro. And to me, that's rewarding, bro. That's one of the reasons why mm-hmm. I became a personal trainer, or a coach, as I should say. Mm-hmm. It's rewarding to see someone change mm-hmm. and be motivated and make a lifestyle
1: turnaround. You know what I mean? Yeah, a hundred, that, dude, that's why I, I love my job. That's why I love being a leader. Honestly, I really do. Like, it's just like, These little stuff that you would never think like impact some of these young kids so so much, you know. And I have to check myself because there's days where I'm having a bad day or this that and the other. And they may be coming to me for a question. They may be coming to me like because they have something they want to show me or whatever. And if I'm in a bad mood and I'm like, "What? What do you need?" You know what I mean? Then the next time they try to come to me, they're gonna be like, "Uh," they're not gonna feel comfortable. So I have to know that, that in that moment, especially, especially with these younger people that I work with, but everyone in general, like you don't know what that person's going through. You don't know what that person's processing, and you don't know how that person you know, looks up to you. 100%.
0: Um, it's funny you say that, because I was talking about something like this, and um, that does go a long way, dude. And my responses to my younger siblings, especially my brother, helped us build a real strong relationship because whenever he would come to me about something, no matter what it was, I didn't immediately pounce on him, bro. I would hear him out. I would tell him how I felt about it, what I've been through and what I've experienced. And that kept us very close for a long time. And he would have conversations with me that I feel he should have been having with my parents. But what's a parent's response when, when he's like, yeah, I fucking did this for the first time. I did this for the first time, right? I want to try this. I'm curious about this. And it's like your parents' response.
1: No, don't you do that.
0: I catch you doing this. You're grounded. Yeah. You know, so it's like you either make or break the relationship right there. It's, it's yeah. a very powerful thing, bro.
1: I know what you mean in the aspect of that because I kind of have that with my little nephew. But he's like uh, he's 12 years old. No, sorry. He's 13? No, he's going to be 14 this year. Holy crap. I'm a bad uncle. Uh, he's going to be 14 in November. But this dude, like, idolizes me like, seeks my attention, I freaking love it, it's a lot, a lot of pressure, but, I do love it. Oh shit, I really do. I put it on my camera and it's tripping out.
0: Alright, It's obvious, don't worry about it, we'll fix it next time. But anyways,
1: he, tell us more about him. So, yeah, it's my brother, it's crazy, dude, and, he really, he's part of it, but he really is my, like, my purpose in life, it really is dude, I'm not going to lie, like he thinks I'm fucking perfect and I know he's growing up really really fast so I feel like I have to get shit done, you know what I mean, like I I, like, I don't ever want him to realize that I'm not the man he thinks I am, like I want to become the man he thinks I am. Like, what thinks, makes you think you're not the man he thinks you are?
0: You're a great man, like what do you think? Do you think you're just beating yourself up right now? Think, no, it's, not, do do
1: it's not that. It's just that... My nephew, unfortunately, is not in the greatest position. Okay. So, and this kind of we talked about last time, right? Where my lifestyle is now, for my family back in Michigan, like, I fucking made it. Right? Mm-hmm. We were talking about that. For where his position of life is, where his mother is, where his... Whatever is mom's boyfriend or whatever, I don't know if they're married. Compared to their position, I made it. I haven't done shit, bro. I don't want him to set that low of an expectation. I got you, I see what you mean. Like to him, oh my, my uncle, was, he made it, he's got a car, you know, he, he, he gets pretty girlfriends, he works out, he's, you know, he spends money on, on stupid shit, he'll, he'll take me sure. out to lunch, he'll, do, he'll buy me dumb shoes and stuff, right? But I haven't, dude. Like, I got money put away. I got a good 401k. I got a retirement. If some shit were to happen, my bills would be paid for a few months. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I don't got fucking money. If, yeah. my, if my job were to say, you have to get a vaccine or you can't work here, I don't got money to say, fuck you, i ain't getting a vaccine. Would I love to? Oh, for sure. We all But I don't got that kind of money, bro. And I want to have that kind of money. I want it because I know with that money comes opportunity. I know I'll be able to provide stuff for him, provide stuff for my little niece. I mean, my, my dad, bro. My dad's almost fucking 70 years old. My dad has spent almost 50 years of his life destroying his body to provide for his family. He's going to retire and struggle to survive. This man fucked his body up for me. And I can't take care of him. No, I fear you. That's the fucking shit. Dude, that shit kills me, bro. I'm not going to lie. I cry over that shit. It sucks, yeah. It sucks. My father, who destroyed his fucking body, is going to try and survive the rest of his life. So I'm like, yo, I got to fucking figure this out before he gets there. There's no way hell I'm going to let my dad do that. Yeah. No, yeah, that's a
0: it's a very powerful motivator, bro. And I feel the same way with me kind of on the other end of it which is cool because we can do the comparison from your side and then my side is I have to set a pathway for the future for my son What oh, sure. if I go before expected like I have to have something there for him to be okay and I know if I have funds there his mom will know how to manage things you know what I mean but besides having the money for them to be okay I also want to set something up when he gets a little older he's got money so when he Unfortunately, like I told you earlier, I grew up differently with my mom. We had different circumstances that she did with with her second set of kids. And I am very fortunate enough to be in a position not similar to her. So I can set him up a little better than I was set up. And when he turns 25, I want to have him to have access to either this IRA that I make for him, stocks, bonds, something. But I want to
1: have... Never is hit. 25 is a good age That's right when I I feel like 18 is too young oh, And ha- 21 is still too young 18, you, were, you get you get put in the world a little bit Uh, You fuck off till about 22 22, you kind of figure shit out You start failing a lot At And the then end 25, of 20- you realize Oh wait, I'm an
0: idiot I need to do this, I need to do that yep. I, need, I need this yeah. And that's why I think Hopefully I do well enough with him While I'm here And with everything that I know hmm, Bro, you're gonna be here when he's 25 You know what I mean, though. You never know. I I do know what you mean. I always like to be safe. I always like to be careful and ready. But yeah, in case he... Mm -hmm. I want to set something up for him because I can, you know? And in that way, when he's of age, if he wants to continue and maybe go to school, if he wants to start his own business, do whatever the fuck, I as a parent want to at least establish some ground for him. Because, again, along with establishing something with him, I have to let him grow on his own, too. I can't fucking give him everything, you know? But I, as the dad, I want to help. I want to, like you, you want to make sure he's okay for the rest. Yeah. I want to make sure I at
1: least can help somehow and start him off right for the rest of his. Going into that, do you fear, I don't know if fear is the right word, but I'll just say it because I don't know what else to use. Do you fear that he's going to have a harder time developing into a man because he has an easier childhood than you did? Because I think that has a lot to do with I think, I think a lot of weak people come from easy lives. It's like the conversation we had, you know, a lot of times, you know, actually a lot of times, a lot of friends that I have, or if not every friend that I have who is a child of an immigrant parent is some of the most successful people because they had the most Spring. difficult childhood. And then you have someone like myself, and I'm just being honest, I... I'm not saying we were rich, but I didn't really struggle. I didn't have much of a difficult life growing up, right? Like I compared had to, to someone coming. Yeah, I and, had to develop. Yeah. I had to, I I grew up weak. I grew up soft. I grew up beta. I grew up not assertive because I didn't have that struggle. So I had to force struggle through my early twenties to develop into the man I am now. Yeah. But had I had had that struggle growing up, like that's why like like I said, friends I have that are kids of immigrants by fucking 18, 19, 20. They're damn near established. It's part of the grind and it's just like, it's so hard to really say because
0: what do you call that? Do you call that maturity? Do you call that early development? Do you call that you're forced to grow the fuck up because of your circumstances? What could you label that? What can
1: you call that kind of, you know
0: what I mean? And I, I get it.
1: I think it's, its I don't know what you would call it, but I... Because
0: Is it maturity? Is it... Survival what is it? you I don't want to say be?
1: survival I think it's that you realize at a very young age what an unproductive life provides for you parents. I don't mean that like those their parents are productive it's just like they you know they made the best with what they had, but they struggled because they didn't have a lot of opportunity so if you don't take advantage of this opportunity, if you don't work, this is what your life is going to be, and that 's me speaking on a outside perspective because like I said I had, a very, I had a very comfortable life as a child that makes sense and it's true I did I
0: did always see my mom struggle financially I was growing up with her and we had a lot of different financial struggles and that has always made me not want to be lazy no matter fucking what always have things set up always have a backup plan always make it make sure that I'm going to be okay or they're going to be okay you know yeah. and I think that, that makes sense and to get back to your question I don't quite know, to be honest, it's so hard, a lot of these questions I ask myself all the time, because I don't know how I'm going to approach this, I don't know how I'm going to have certain conversations with him.
1: I don't think he ever will, he just figure it out as he go, man. I I, I know,
0: (laughs) and I I fucking beat myself up, I give myself anxiety thinking about like, how am I going to fucking talk to this kid after his first heartbreak and he's, he's torn to bits i a heartbreak oh, oh man so that's so. always a fun one ain't like,
1: it? How, how am I gonna talk to this kid about like I'm yeah. 16 this girl that I was gonna marry just broke my heart and there's no other girl in the world for me and never and yeah, yeah
0: I'm never gonna love again we only kissed twice you yeah. know and it's like uh, how yeah. am I gonna have those conversations how how am I gonna he's gonna one day know yo my dad fucked my mom to make me <laughs> how, how, how am I gonna have that conversation with him you how? know
1: I have that joke all the time that <laughs> When my son ever pisses me off and we get our first fight i'm just gonna tell him hey you know what i'm gonna go fuck your mom <laughs> i win no matter that I argument win. i won that's what i'm saying though but like
0: he said <laughs> no and it's bro it, it's uncomfortable like how do i have those conversations i think how am i gonna approach that how am i gonna talk to him how do i deliver it appropriately i can't i'm gonna have to talk to him a lot differently at 18 than i am at 15. I'm going to have to talk to him a lot different at 15 than I am when he's 8. You know what I'm saying? I have to talk to him a lot differently now than I do when he, maybe in the next year or so. So it's like, sometimes I feel like I think too much and I have to just wait.
1: Yeah, I'm the same way. I'm, I'm but a huge thinker. I mean,
0: you can't help but just because I think that's the passion in us of wanting to make sure shit goes how we want. Or shit goes smooth so we don't have to struggle again. You know? I, I don't
1: think it's that. What is it? What, if, what makes I it I think life? it's because we want... To succeed or accomplish that goal, so much we want to think of all potential outcomes to so recover. Because you're like, I'm gonna do this and just go perfect. I'm like, I'm gonna do this, okay. But if it goes this way, I'm gonna say this. But if it goes this way, I'm gonna say that. But if it goes this way, I'm gonna say this. And then it ends up going fucking perfectly smooth, anyways. So I spent all this time stressing out over nothing. I do that over everything, bro. I'm such an overthinker. you like to be prepared, but yeah, I always think like always think about the worst possible outcomes first. I hate to do that, bro, because I'm the
0: same way. I I work myself up. I love it, though. And things go smooth. No, you're right, because then you're prepared.
1: It's not only that. Because of that, I've learned to live without regrets. I like If I want to do something, I'm going to do it. And if I fail, I'm exactly where I was when I started.
0: That's true. You know? That's true. But I don't... That is one of the... I'm trying to get back to that question. That is a, a big fear of mine. I don't want him to be less of a man. I don't want him to... I mean,
1: with you and not your, appreciate your wife, things. I don't think it's possible. I don't think you... Your, per, your two personalities, there's no way you could you could raise a weak person.
0: Yeah. That's why I, I want to let him, like I said, and it sucks to nobody, but there's going to be certain things I'm just going to have to let him struggle with. I'm going to have to let him... It, it sucks. Fucking know. Even though I know... Okay say when he wants his first car like i i was given a car and i fucked that motherfucker up the next car i had i bought it i took such good care of that motherfucker and i had that motherfucking car for 12 years bro before i sold it again you know and it's like i took so much better care of that at a young age at 21 than i did at the first car that was given to me because i had to fucking save money to buy that car yeah i had to save money to have insurance and, and have maintenance for this car i had to maintain this car i had to make payments on this car i had to watch this shit and I took that much better care of it. So I'm already thinking of things like, I'm not gonna give him his first card. I'm gonna show him how to work so he can make money
1: and, and learn. You know what I mean? You know, I, um, I had an ex tell me and I was like, man, I'm gonna do this when I have kids because they grew up very uh, financially not the best and they you know they struggle as a family. So once you started working, you were given a bill. Mm. So pay the electric bill, you gotta pay the light bill. You know nothing crazy, but you're contributing, you know, what? 50, 70, bucks a month, and you learn how to budget. I think that's a valuable lesson, because let's be honest, we've all got our first job, we're spending more than that on dumb shit. Yeah. But I mean, that's the best with anything, as far as like, the fear of letting them know they just have to fuck up. I see it all the time, I see it all the time, especially because, we we both live life. We both made mistakes that we see other people making, and unfortunately, most people are not going to listen to it until they experience it. Yeah. may you know, never noticed this before, but you have some. Big ol' fucking nostrils. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I got big nose, bro. Do you do. <laughs> I always make fun of it. And
0: people are like, it's not that big. I'm like... The <coughs> nose ain't big, but the nostrils, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the holes are big. Bro, and wide. <coughs> <coughs> oh, oh, my three, you great. Mars has this... Yeah. Mars has the same oh, exact dude, nose. Mars looks just like you. It. It's the Same fucking nostrils. The All right,
1: oh, yeah. I think we're just gonna end this one here.
0: For sure. That was dope. Um, always stemmed off on a lot we will see you guys next week
1: see you guys next Friday